Kim Brown here from WGR Radio. Michael here at DetroitLions.com as we're here on the Canyon Podcast as we talk Lions. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kenny Brown. Quiet in the National Football League all of a sudden. Nothing's well, happened in the right, last five minutes. Right. We want to <laughs> do these things every week, but I just feel that I do them as information comes available that we can have something to talk about because a lot of people out there just talking now. It's lying season going on where people are lying every five seconds. Nothing really happening. Nothing that happened last week has changed draft from this week. But in this last week, we've had had a couple of changes. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about where the Lions uh, sit as of a prospect at the first pick and just general philosophy on what the Lions are doing this year as they have been rated, I think, the 31st worst team by some of these people who are ranking the teams of denial. They're not looked at uh, – and I looked at real high, Mike, and I think you told me uh, last week that the over and under is five wins. Yeah, that's that's really the one I looked at. The, the you know what they call the, the win totals came out in Las Vegas, and the Lions are thirty first with five. And the only team that's I guess this is kind of a quirky thing. The Houston uh, Texans have no rating because they don't know the quarterback situation. So the thirty one teams that have a win total projected, an over under win total projected. The Detroit Lions are our last at five. That's not five and eleven anymore. That's five and twelve. Seventeen right. game season. That's right. That's right. We have a seventeen game season. Uh, speaking of seventeen hey, game hey, seasons. Yeah. Hey, can I just add one thing? Are you sure. talking about things going on? And look how it all, it's all changed. Like in the last 24, 48 hours, with all of the deals all of a sudden coming in on quarterbacks again. It's absolutely or quarterback related or quarterback triggered deals. It's I, I don't remember ever in my lifetime anything this dramatic uh, in the draft. It just it started since January thirtieth with the Lions and it continues right up till today. Well, let's just face the fact, and this is the NFL today. Because I went back and looked at some old drafts from years ago. There was five running backs taken in the first 15 picks, and yep. you're not going to see that anymore. This is a quarterback-driven league, and quarterbacks run the show. Now, whether you like it or not, that's the way it is. You're either a team, like from the old Temptation movie when David Ruffin said, "You're a, uh, without David Ruffin, you're just a, t- a singing group looking for a David Ruffin. And that replies to now. You're just a team <laughs> looking for a quarterback if you don't have one. So that's what everything amounts to now. Which brings us to a, a point we're going to get to when we talk about the draft and the Lions. But first, I just want to say, do you see the philosophy what they're trying to do this year? I know they're trying to win. All you people out there talking about let's take the year off and and tank for Tua. And I mean, when they tank for Tua, I mean like Miami did a few years ago. They want everybody to tank the year away. There's no tanking years away in the NFL. It's, careers are too short. Uh, management careers and coaching careers are too short to be tanking seasons. So you always try to win. Now, if you don't, that's another story but they will be trying to win. Look at the fallout over the Philadelphia Eagles last year. In week 17, where they're going nowhere, and they take out their starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts, a starter all of four games, by the way. Let me let me remind you for, I even forget the guy's Nate name. Nate Peterman. And Peterman. Whatever. They don't even try. And, and, and they lose the game. It affects, I guess, the Giants figured that it affected their playoff chances somehow. I don't really buy that. Uh, they had 16 games to win more than seven, and they couldn't do it. But just think about that. Look, sometimes management in sports makes moves that they don't put their best players on the roster late in the season. Sometimes you see it in the National Football League for development purposes with young quarterbacks. But those players who start out there, you know, in the third week in April in the OTAs and the mini camps and all that, and the, and and work their 
their, their behinds off all year. They play on Sunday to win, and you can't you cannot take that opportunity away from your players, or you'll have chaos. Right, and it didn't help the Philly coach by winning that losing that game because Absolutely. he ended up getting fired anyway. Not at all. So you know, just you never know. So just play to win. One thing I want to know from you. The philosophy they're going into this year, though, because I was we were talking about the free agency signings, and since the last time we talked, they did sign two D-backs, Quentin Dunbar, who was a decent player when he's not hurt. So uh, maybe you can get some out of him. He was hurt pretty much last year. Well, but, you know, I looked up his record. Look, he's not. Look, he, he he's a guy who fits the mold that I think they like, and that's you know when you look at uh, Amani Oriwarie and, and and Jeff Okuda, they like guys on the corner with size, size, length. And he's six two, two hundred. So he's he's got some size now. Is that everything? No, but it's part of the equation. It really is. And he's played six years. He's got ten career picks. Four of them two years ago. And here's a little quirk: he's played all of his career in Washington. Five years with the Washington Football Team. One year in Seattle, which is in Washington. Little note for you there, Kenny. Very nice. And they picked up also <laughs> a corn elder who I couldn't pick out from in a lineup. So. I, I, I even saw his stat. I don't remember ever seeing him on a football field, but they picked him I looked him at up. his stats, and let's just say that they are limited. Yeah, I was about okay? to say they are. Very limited. So they, looks, like, looks like a special teams guy, but who knows? Who knows? Oh, look, Kenny, I have all these guys on short contracts. Go ahead. I mean, aren't they all on short, like, one-year yeah, contracts? Yeah, oh, I was going to say, of the, uh, at least yeah, 10 of the 11 it. are one-year contracts. And however many signings, I think the only guy that got a multi-year contract was Jamal Williams, the running back. I think he's the only really? one that got a more than a one-year contract. So I don't think you're, I don't think you're going to get a young quarterback who's been been of maybe not starting quality or starting background, but but a guy who probably carried about you know 35 percent of the of the, of the of the carries for the for for Green Bay. You're not going to get him on a one-year deal, I don't think. Right. That's just me. So that's what it was. But basically, I, I think they're saying we're going to fill in. And, you know, really, I think that's not a bad philosophy in football these days anyway. You fill in with a lot of guys, get your core group that you uh, keep and your keep your money invested in. And then the rest of the guys are filled. It's like a, it's like a movie, man. You got your, so, your lead actors, you got your supporting actors, then you got your extras. And the extras are important to the movie as much as the other guys, but there's tears. And I think that when you're doing one-year deals and these things like that, those are tears. Like last year, the linebacker that came in from Kansas City on the one-year deal, Raglan, you know, guys like that, they'll come in, play a year, and then they'll try to, you know, best themselves with either more money to stay or more money to go somewhere else, and a lot of them just go somewhere else. Well, basically you call that a one-year prove-it, and, yeah. and he proved it in a – Probably in the wrong direction. Yeah, he proved he, he didn't, didn't really, need to be here. He didn't really, he didn't really give them what they thought, you know, that they might get from him. Just what was it the year before the defensive lineman they signed? What nine and a half million dollars played about three, four, five games because of injuries and gone to another team. Right, and he's still so in the league. He signed. He just signed again with Cincinnati. Mike Daniels. Yeah, he just signed Mike again Daniels, yeah. in Cincinnati. So he, they still hang around. They just go to different places to hang. All right, so and, 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 and just one other thing, you talk about contracts. You still hear people talking about uh, about the big contract that, 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 that the Lions gave gave out a couple, three years ago, $90 million to uh, a Flowers. good player, not a great player. Yeah. Yeah. The Trey Flowers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, geez, you know, nothing against him. Get all you can get, but a good player who got great money. You give a contract out like that out to a guy like that if it's the final piece 
and you're going for it. But I thought that was not the time to give that contract out and not – the player was fine. I mean, he's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Nothing but, wrong with him. But no, it, that's him. a finishing piece thing where you give a $90 million contract to somebody who doesn't have $90 million talent. He's a very good player, but he's not a franchise-changing player. So now you you have to, you know, you have to bite the bullet on it. You're going to be – you can't move it right now. You have to deal with it and then try to get something out of him. So. Well, you know what? It's, it's probably at least one more year. And the other issue with with Trey and look, it's not his fault, but he's been hurt. He was hurt in in, in New England. He had you know, missed most of one season in, in New England, and and he hasn't you know he hasn't stayed healthy here in Detroit. He's either. not a big guy. I mean, for for the no, line, uh-huh. he's not a big guy for a line. He's broad shouldered, and but he's not. A, he's what six two. He's not a big, real big guy. So, like you said, you, if you're hurt in one place, you're gonna be hurting another. But he does play hard, and he's a good player when on the field. Not a great player, but a real good player. A good player and a smart player, too. Remember that pass he broke up yep. in a game the Lions won? Like an absolutely crucial play that led to one of their five victories. Yep. So he cost us a So they might have been 4-12 and 12 without him. Well, that brings us to the draft. Um, absolutely. There were teams that we were thinking about maybe when the Lions picked they could move down because there might be a quarterback available. But as of the other day, Sam Darnold was traded from the Jets, which I, I'm if I wouldn't have traded him, I wouldn't have traded him even if I'm drafting a quarterback until I see both of them in camp. I thought that was a risky thing to do. We'll see how that plays out, especially what you're getting back—a six-round pick this year, and I think a second and fourth next year. So basically, well, yeah, it'd getting, be like a third this year. You would have got, but but you, 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 Mike, you could have kept him. Somebody gets hurt in training camp on another team, whatever. You could have got more than that by just keeping him around for a while. I have no understanding. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know if he would have gotten more. I don't know if he would have got a second and a fourth next year on him. I mean, maybe for a guy like. What's the second and fourth next year worth this year? A third rounder? I mean, something. I don't know. A third rounder this year is worth a second and fourth next year. Basically, you're not getting anything this year but a six round pick. The only thing you're seeing out of this draft. Yeah, but the other part of it is, and look, look at the. Let's go right down the list of the eight. As the board stands right now, and I'll do this really quickly, Kenny, how all of these picks have been quarterback-influenced. Jacksonville, okay, forget that. They're all set where they're going. But number two, the Jets with trading Sam Darnold to open up the gates for Zach Wilson. Third pick, San Francisco, traded with Miami to get there, who had traded with Houston to get there to begin with. Atlanta, stand and pat. Cincinnati, stand and pat. Sixth pick, Miami, another thing with all – all those quarterback deals influenced them. Seven that he traded Lions. Let's not forget that they started this whole merry-go-round spinning on January 30th when they traded Matthew Stafford and got two first-round picks, a starting quarterback and a third-round. Yeah, pick. don't forget Jack, and Miami. Eight, and then at eight, Carolina. Yeah, and yeah but Carolina. don't forget Miami came back up. They weren't. They that's right. Came, and Miami, they went like, down to Philly and came back up. to six. So and with, with Carson, with Car- the Phillies getting rid of Carson Wentz and right. making deals. So all of the, so many of these right. of these top eight picks are quarterback influence. Well, and, and let's even examine that farther. Atlanta now reports are that they they're open to move back because a team might want to come over and take that fourth quarterback there. So they might even move off of that pick. So there's. And it will be for a quarterback if they move off of it because evidently they might not be taking one and they want to move back. So if quarterbacks are going to drive, I, I'm not, I would not be surprised if the first four picks are quarterbacks. But here's the other thing, too, we're, we're already arguing about who they're taking and they haven't taken them yet. I mean, look, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, 
Not, yeah, but that's no right there. And that's so look, that's so we don't know the order of the quarterbacks, but we know first three picks are quarterbacks. There's no doubt in anybody's mind. And there's no doubt that the second one's going to be Zach Wilson. There's no doubt. No, no. I, I, I disagree with you on that. It's probably 95 to I say 85 percent is Zach Wilson. No, you're, but you're I've seen teams. Right. I've seen teams. Right no, no. I've seen teams with these smoke screens before, and then the pick comes in, and it's it's Trevor, it's Tre, uh, Fields. It's I, Justin I don't Fields. see it because the, the, just because of because San Francisco right behind him moving up. They would have gone to number two to get Zach Wilson if they could have, because they're all defensive coordinators. Maybe, but okay, but I'm, okay, but fine. Well, I'll put it to you like this: Maybe they, because they, they are players and coaches that between those two teams. Maybe they knew they weren't gonna get Justin, um, uh, Trevor Wilson. He got all my names confused. They weren't gonna get Wilson, so they knew they only had to get the three to get Wilson. I can, I can play that game too. Maybe they already knew that number two wasn't well, taking what do, what do you mean? They, they, they couldn't get Wilson at two. Why would they think they could get him at three? No, I'm saying maybe the Jets told him, we're not they taking Wilson. Yeah. You moved the three and you can have him. We're taking somebody else. Well, I don't. I'm saying, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm playing the game, the possibility game. Nobody knows. But like I said, Let me just everybody this, thinks Wilson is going. We'll see how that, we'll see how that plays. Oh, but let me give you this, and, and this, and this, this plays into exactly what you're saying, Kenny. Kenny Brown. It is still Kenny Brown, right? Yes, it I is. get confused here too. Don't get confused. But San Francisco moves from twelve to three, and supposedly they're locked in on Mac Jones of of Alabama. Surprises some people, doesn't surprise others. A lot of people who are either surprised or not surprised. It's not what they would do. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, go back to the two thousand as two thousand and four draft when Jay Cutler was drafted 10th or 11th by the uh, Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos never scouted him. They never talked to him. They never brought him in for a workout, nothing, because they didn't want anybody to know that that's the guy they wanted. Everybody else thought that they were interested in somebody else. And bingo, they drafted Jay Cutler. Who was the head coach of that team at the time? Mike Shanahan, the father of Kyle Shanahan. Maybe he talked to his old man and said, hey, what do you think? He said, keep it close to your vest. Don't tell anybody. How'd that work out? Well, they got uh, that, value that, out that, of that, that, How'd that work out? For Denver? Yeah. I thought it worked pretty well because no, they traded them, got a bunch of first-round picks. No, too. it didn't. So it, it, it didn't work both out. Ways. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. So all this tomfoolery they doing, just you better stick to the stick to the board next time. That did not so work out a, for Denver. 13 year, a 13-year starter in the National Football League, it didn't work out. It, it, it wasn't 13 for Denver. Yeah, but they traded him and got That's picks. what I'm pointing. It didn't work. Look, if you trade him, if you trade in a quarter, you don't get the value back. That's another uh, mis- misnomer. You don't once you take these guys, these quarterbacks, and then you have to get rid of them. You're not getting the value back. You think that you think the uh, Jets got the value back for Darnold? No, but I'll tell you one thing. I think that Detroit Lions got value back for Matthew Stafford in his 13th year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Did they really? Yes. Did they really? Yes. Okay. Yes. They got two picks yet to be determined. And they got a bloated contract from a quarterback that the other team didn't want. They didn't get value back yet. Now, we'll see how it plays out. But that's not value. And then on top of that, the picks are not even this year. They didn't get value back. They got value. They got some value. But I don't think they got value back for a guy who's undoubtedly one of the top ten quarterbacks in this league. I don't think that's value. Look, and I'm a huge Stafford fan. I think they got value. Okay. Well, we'll see how the picks turn out. Because if you get two picks and they turn out to be uh, 
uh, two T's tabers. Did they get value there? Kenny, let's move along. Yeah, let's okay. get out of the That's what I'm saying. Okay? It's not ridiculous. It's not value. Yes, it Mike. is. It's not value. You got, you got what you could. Well, yes, we are. Now, let's talk about value <laughs> since we're talking about value. Let's Pick talk number about seven. It. Let's yeah. just say for argument's sake, the quarterbacks go one, two, three. You got Lawrence, Wilson, and Mac Jones, one, two, three. Okay, you got this list of four players left. It's uh, four spots before you – three spots before you pick, so you're the fourth spot. You're still on the board. Penny Sewell, the offensive tackle from uh, Oregon. Justin Fields, the quarterback from Ohio State. Kyle Pitts, the wide receiver, tight end from Florida. Jamar Chase, the wide receiver who is the best wide receiver in the draft from LSU. And then you got Trey Lance, the uh, quarterback from Dakotas. All right. Not the the Dakotas. I want some respect here. You don't want no There's respect. North you don't, Division two, don't. You don't give respect. No, no, get Division one before you get the respect. North right. Dakota and South right. Dakota. Never disparage Castlewood, South Dakota again. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, let's go. Let's move it. Let's move it. Um, My blood is boiling. <laughs> pick an order. Two or three. Pick an order. How you would pick if the pick came and that guy is there? So give me the top guy you would pick how immediately. I would pick or how immediately. I think it's I don't want to. I don't want to go Atlanta, Cincinnati, Miami. I want to. I'm saying of those five players, rank them in order to what the Lions should pick. Like if this guy's there, you immediately take this one. If not, you take this one. If not, take this one and take this one. Put those five in order: Penny Sewell, Justin one, Fields, number, Pitts, Chase, and Lance. All right, number one to me would be Penny Sewell. Absolutely would lock in your offensive line for the next three, four, five years. You would. You would have. You go from a good offensive line to a very good offensive line with a chance of being elite. Uh, That would be number one. Number two, Kenny, I might have to say Kyle Pitts, if he's what everything, if if he is what people say he is now, 6'6", 246, and an unofficial 44940, okay? That screams 459 to me, all right? But which is still, which is still fast at that size and that, that and that's. Level. It's not. It, it's fast. It's not great though. It's just. It's just fast. It's not superhuman fast. But he's big. He's got long arms, and he's a tremendous player. Regardless of what is look, look, the Gronk ran four six seven. Okay, so we're, we're splitting hairs over. No, over, we we're uh, not splitting uh, hairs. You splitting hairs. I, we, I'm no, just I'm doing, not. I'm just telling you what it is. Okay, well, let's That's move. You no, know, you just gave him a time. You didn't. He didn't run that time. You gave it to him. So you no, I didn't. It. No, I didn't. I looked it up last night. Four five nine. Who, where'd you get that from? I know. I didn't say that. I said it was four four nine. Right. I said you said, but it could be four time, five nine. Unofficial. You said it could be four five nine. When it's unofficial, yeah, it's usually right. It's so usually you just picked that time out of the year. No, I didn't pick it out of the year. That's sort of a standard thing. You got a tenth of a second when it's okay. unofficial. It's right. the way it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Come on. So he would be my. He would be number well, number two on this, and number five. Uh, Jamar Chase be third, and then it depends on which quarterback you like. Okay, very and, nice. Uh, in, that, in that case, I don't care. Uh, I don't care about either one because I wouldn't take a quarterback there. Okay, my nothing five. against the quarterbacks either. I just I want another position. Okay, well that's, that's nice, nice list. But that ain't my list. My list is Justin Field number one. If he's there, you take him and don't look back. And I don't care. Kenny, no matter who you take, you can't look back, okay? Well, no, because it's always looking clear. back. And I'm saying. No, there isn't. You can't look back. No wiggle room. You don't think people look back when they took fairly. You don't think people look back when they took. They always look back. But this was no looking back. 
Justin Fields is there, you run that card up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, all this downgrading, this talent and what he can do, forget about it. The kid is a 70% thrower. He he's runs. He's solid. He, he can sit behind golf for a year or two if he had to. You can never have enough good quarterbacks. He, and he might have to play for you and win a game or two in the first couple of years. So it's a no-brainer. Justin Fields, number one. Penny Sewell, number two. If he's there, you run it up to the post and don't look back because he'll solidify the right side for seven years. And by that time, either Decker will be gone or you might want to move him to the left side, Decker to the right side, and you can run another 10 years. He's only 20 years old. He can run another 10 after that at left tackle. Number three, Trey Lance. Like I said, golf is out. Quarterbacking for two years. Trey Lance can sit for two years, ready to go. Number four, I will take Chase before Pitts. I'll take Chase four just because he's the best wide receiver. And Wait a minute. Player. And I will take Pitts five. But And I'm going to close it with this. I'm happy with any of those five. Any of those five I will take. Now. There's wow. th- there's you have to have an order, though. I, I, don't you well, agree? I just gave you the order. order I just gave you the order. I just okay. gave you the order. But well, okay, I'm happy with any of them. He'd be happier with some than others. Right. right? Justin Fields, one. Sewell, two. Lance, three. Chase, four. Pitts, five. Yeah. So you cooled off a little on Pitts. I only cooled off on just, just by, a little. by position. I don't know. I think he's going to be a great player, and I think he'll. But I still say he's going to be a, a flex tight end. He's not going to be a wide receiver. I just think he's going to be a flex wide receiver. And we got Hawkinson, but you put Hawkinson why and Chase gonna, why, together. Why, why, why is he? Why is he going to be a flex tight end, not I, a wide receiver? I don't think he's. I don't think he's uh, got the. I don't think he's a wide receiver. I just think he's a little too big and too a little cumbersome to be a wide receiver. He's a good move tight end. And to me, what's the better combination, Pitts-Hawkinson or Chase-Pitts? I mean, excuse me, Hawkinson-Chase. And I think the Chase-Hawkinson team is better. Well, first of all, it sounds like to me that you don't agree with the 4-4-9-40. I do agree with it. No, but but Mike, nobody's running straight. You have to actually make some turns. You have to move. You have to to run routes. Look, I watched the video of him running his 40. And he was kind of wobbling a little. He's a, a little bow-legged. He's a little bow-legged. A little, little bow-legged. Yeah. And like I said, as a wide receiver, a tight end, that don't hurt you because you're big. You're gonna, you got the, the the long arms, whatever thing. You can, make, you can adjust. But as a wide receiver, when you got to make those cuts, you got to dig in and do that turn. Nobody's better than Chase running those routes of off that group. And Chase and Hawkinson, that's a nice combination there, man. So what, so what about the, the two guys from, from Alabama? Uh, uh, no, Waddle and uh, Waddle's hurting and too Devante small Smith. for me. Waddle's hurting too small, and Devontae Smith. I know everybody says what a great player is. He probably will be. And he'll probably be great in the, in the pros, but I, I can't pass those measurables before those first five guys. They just behind. 117 catches, the Hall of Fame. I, I just can't, Mike. He's 170 pounds. I mean, I'm sorry. Okay. And I don't think that's going to. I think he's going to be a good receiver in the league, but is he going to hold up? And I got. Plus, I got a problem with guys not running. And that's why I got a problem with Waddle and him. If these guys think they're just going to go to the draft on reputation and don't want to do the work, then I got a problem with it. Now, Waddle's probably hiding behind. He had surgery and he, he you know, he can't. But then you, you got to run before the draft. And, and I don't know why, why Devontae Smith is not running. I don't get that. If he had a wrist injury, it got nothing to do with his Right, legs. his pinky's hurt, but go ahead and run. So, 
All right, but let me. Okay, all right, now hold on a second, though. So that that takes us up to seven with Detroit. Okay, is the trading over, or did the Lions trade back? Words, are we just going to stop with the five guys we have that we like, or do we have to expand it to eight or nine because the, because we, we'd like to make a deal? No, I'm going to just leave it at seven. I'm not going to entertain ones that because then if you start going back, then you got to put Mika Parsons in and you got to put uh, Slater in. You know, there's other players that you will add into the mix. And I just wanted to get to that five if they, if there's no trade. Well, I will bet this. I will bet people money that Cincinnati will take Sewell, will take Penny Sewell. I just I just think that's that's the lock of the first Could first be. Five Could be. That's another one of those well, 85 to 95 things. Could be. Could be. Could be, but you know Cincinnati has done stuff in the future in the past. So as much as we say no, that's a lot, I've seen. Look, I'm sure there's a there's a sizable contingent that wants Chase and um, Burrow to, to get together. Yeah, again. that size that sizable contingent is is, is Burrow's. Well, that's yeah, it yeah. Oh, it's Burrow and it's Chase. Oh, but like I said, yeah, that's, his, that's his guy. Yeah, who, but who the owner, but the owner. You know, he's known to do some stuff, Mike. So I wouldn't put, like yeah, I said, Mike 85, Brown, yeah, 85 yeah. to 90. And then again, Mike, I'm going to tell you another thing, too. Don't put it past Atlanta to take Penny Sewell. I think they need to put some, I think they need to put some, some help on that offense. True. Give, I'm give, just, uh, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm just saying, those are all, it's going to be, I'm telling you, those three picks before the Lions pick, or as of now pick, they could go anyway. So the Lions just got to be ready to see what falls out. But I'm going to tell you, man, you guys are making a mistake if Justin Fields falls even you don't take him. Because at worst, well, he, at worst, you can spin him next year. You can spin him to another team. And he's your backup for four years or three years. And he can do it like what Aaron Rodgers did for Brett Favre. You can groom him. And if if, if, if golf doesn't do what you think he want to do, you move Fields right in. You cannot have enough good quarterbacks. Well, we don't know if they're good, but I agree with you. I really do. When you get caught without a with, 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 when you get caught without a competent backup, you have no chance. We saw that two years ago with the Detroit Lions, three, four, and one, and playing pretty decent ball for what they had. Matthew Stafford gets hurt, and they never win again. You know, I looked up his record when he got the, the Detroit Lions record when he got here in two thousand nine. They were five, I think, and twenty four with starting backups in, in that in that eleven years. Going into last year, now he started all the games, and they lost another one when he only played the first series and hurt his, I think, injured his rib or whatever it was in a game. So really, if you want to talk practical terms, they were five and twenty-four, five and twenty-five. They never had an answer at quarterback without Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I'm, I'm moratorium Matt Stafford from this point on. You're what? We're doing a moratorium. No more. No more. We're Maloney. not. We're not talking about him from this point on. This is the last. This oh, will be boy. the last I, Matt I, Stafford I, comment from you. We're not doing it. It's, it's time this to move second. on. This is like an intervention with you, Mike. It's time to move on. Jerry, no Jerry, more Matt Stafford Jerry. stats. The senator, the senator from North Detroit, from Northwest Detroit, requests filibuster. No, we, we're moving on from Stafford. We're gonna wean. Why every, are we moving on? We're weaning off. He's gone. We're weaned off of him. He's not your. He's my favorite player. I he understand it, but we're weaned he's off of him. You got to move on. You got to move on. We're moved Declaration on. Anxiety. We've moved on. He's moved on. We've moved on. No more talking about Matt Stafford. Tears running down my cheeks. Well, no, but that, look, he he served his he served um, he served his community well. He put in his twelve years, but he's I, gone. I don't know if I can go on. Well, we'll try. 
Try to go on. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Try to go on. so cold-hearted. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we got that going. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap it there. I'm, we're just going to wrap it there for this well, week. Well, hold on. One thing, one thing we haven't talked about, 17 games. You oh, yeah. against yeah. it, or do you care? Well, this is what I think the jinx now with the Lions is over because if I didn't say this stat earlier, in the 16-game era that went from, like, 78 to last year, the Lions had the worst winning percentage. They were the bottom, the worst. Yeah. So – can't get any worse well, than that. Gonna... Let's start the new winning percent. And remember, before the um, before the 16-game season started, the Lions were pretty good. I mean, in the 70s, they had a couple of 500 teams, but, you know, the, the they were pretty good. You know, the uh, – I think there was Chuck, one stretch the in there. Joe second place, seven yeah, straight years. they yeah. were pretty good. So, the 16-game era is what the jinx was. It wasn't the Bobby – you know, the, um, the jinx of the quarterback, the Bobby Lane jinx. It was the 16-game era jinx. So, now we got that out and it's gone. I think the Lions are going to prosper in the 17-game era, Mike. Prosper? Prosper. There's a team that's there are a team that's projected to win five games. They go five and twelve. Do you think is is that accurate or? Yeah, well, I didn't say this determined. year. Determined. I didn't say this year they're going to prosper. I'm just saying they're going to prosper okay. in this era. So, I think that I don't like the 17th game, but I understand it. I don't like it. Well, look, look, the players voted to let the owners do it. So yeah, right. That's, no like I said, but, but I don't like. I don't. I'm not liking it. The reason why I don't like it isn't because of um, injuries or whatever. Because, like I said, if you go to the playoffs, you're playing 17 games at least anyway. You know what I'm saying? You're Nobody complained about you that. Play 20. Right. So it just it's just like every team is going to the playoffs. Because that's basically what it is. You're playing. That's the, the when the, the the guys in the league talking about. Oh, it's gonna kill us with injuries, and it's gonna. T-. But if you if you're a, a team that goes to the playoffs, you're playing that 17 game anyway. So it's nothing different. It's just that everybody's in the playoffs. That's the way you look at it. So we'll just do that now. I don't like where you got three exhibition games. You can have two, because three means that the years you don't get a home game, where you get nine road games. You're going to get two exhibition games, I'm assuming. And that's garbage. You know, if that's not a good trade-off with a season ticket package. Well, I mean, look, who cares if it's three games, four games? Nobody cares. But think about this next year. I should too, say right? nobody Think cares. about this. But it, it's a, it helps you build your roster. Season really ticket does. prices now change from year to year. You know, a season you ticket mean? will cost you X, Y, and Z in the even year when you got eight home games. But in years where it's nine home games, it's going to cost you more. Yeah, but it's on a per-game basis. Well, I'm saying when you get a season ticket package, you get one price. They're going to be different if prices every other year. If, if, look, if it's, if it's $100 a ticket, some years you'll pay 900 some years you'll pay 800 I mean, That's what I said. It there'll be a difference. There'll be a difference. Every other year is a well, difference. Well, well, That's well, never well, happened before. Every year, nine season ticket prices are always the same every year. Well, you every, could, well they're not the same Well, I'm talking year, about the same the, without raising the prices. I'm just saying – if you, without raising the prices, you're going to have different season ticket packages every even year and every odd year. Kenny, if I were you, I would not, I would not apply to the Wall Street Journal for a job on that theory. <laughs> it's not a theory; it's a fact. We're talking oh, facts. That? Mike, you're getting an extra home game. You think they're going to charge you an exhibition price for that game? No, they're going to no, charge you. You're going to pay the, the full game price. But yeah, but you're getting you're getting something in return the game. I know, but I'm just saying the difference of money. One year your season tickets will cost more than the next year, and then it'll go back yeah. and forth. 
It gives you one more year to sell them on the uh, on the secondary market. That's why I don't like this odd thing. They got to either get 18 games or go back to 16, which they're not going. Well, they're not going to do that. Come but on. get the 18th game. I mean, that's what they the want. Schedule's in the already way. out. Get the 18th. They can't get not to the 18th this year. Game get, because it, because they can't do it until the. I know, but I'm saying get to the 18th game in the two bye weeks. And you, they already. Oh, we ain't talk about. We we'll talk about this next week too. We're at 30 minutes. We got to go. They already moving this. They're moving everything back a week. Where Super Bowl now is going to be on what President's Day weekend. So yeah. they're already moving it back. So they're already making way for the two-by week, you know, 17-game season. That could be an 18-game season. So they're already expanding the season to where it will fit. I mean, they're doing all this as we're watching. All they need to do now is get rid of them stupid exhibition games. Last year without any games, I thought the season started fine. They didn't need those games. Well, I thought it was ragged, some of the worst foot, worst NFL football I've ever covered. Yeah, so. You're just a contrarian. That's why you say that. I'm not a contrarian. It wasn't worse. The season was not worse than any other year. I mean, yes, maybe it was, it was a little worse. It wasn't that it was noticeable. It was a not noticeable. Worse? A little at the at the most. It wasn't. It wasn't like guys were slapping all over the field the first month of the season. You mean, you mean like playing six men on defense? Yeah, you just like saw that? you just saw the Lions playing. That was just bad. That would have been bad if you had ten exhibition games. You know, they did have an opponent on the field, too, when they were playing. Right? I know. That's the one that kept stomping I, I, in the end zone. That's when I kept seeing going in the end zone. I know who the opponent was. You mean like the guy who, who couldn't stop short of the goal line and fell into the end zone? <laughs> that, was after, that was after the four weeks, so you know that was a problem. Well, he was tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Are we done. Yeah, next week we'll come back. Are I'm sure there'll be damage? there'll be some other trades by next week, and the uh, order will be a little more clear what the Lions are going to do. To me, this will make or break Brad Brad Holmes his first draft. I just think that you set a tone, playing wise, you set a tone front office wise, and the first thing you do sets the tone for your organization. The trade was the first thing he did. Now he set the tone, followed up with the draft, and then he got something going. Okay, sounds fair enough to me. I don't think that's a bad uh, bad way to look at it. All right, Mike, until next week, I'll see you then. Look at Michael here, DetroitLions.com, if he chooses to write anything of, of, of relevance. <laughs> I'm working on my draft series, okay? I just did tight ends today. All right, well, check him out over there, and uh, check me out on WGR Radio, Mitch Album Show, Afternoons.